This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Tuesday. Ready to watch a UK advert to play Spot the Offensiveness. I don't think that is on the docket for tonight. I'm, my apologies, Warlord. Okay, I guess we're doing this. Cicero, what's going on? I haven't even got high yet. I'm not even off the first screen, Warlord. You gotta, you gotta let the song play out first. What in the fuck? Yeah, I saw you post this in the, in the Discord, but I didn't get a chance to watch these. You want to play, you want to play, uh, is this offensive? We're going to do that with some audio from dispatch of some cops where a cop was shot in Florida. Apparently the audio has gone viral on social media. Also, I've been having an issue and it's been going on for a few weeks. Hopefully I've fixed it. Maybe if I've got some of the audio files in here tonight, you guys can let me know. I have felt that there has been a crunchiness in my microphone. That there was like a... <laughs> in in the clips that I was doing of the show, when I was going back and clipping the show afterwards. And it was really bothering me. But I'm not sure it's my microphone. Like, I was, I was even looking up... You know, replacing the the cylinder inside of my microphone and shit of what I would need to do in order to do that. But I don't think it's my microphone. Hopefully, I have fixed it. I wiped all of my settings in OBS. Redid everything. And hopefully now you're hearing me... Because the reason... The reason I know it's not my microphone is because... Voodoo! Welcome. The reason I know it's not my microphone is because when I do voiceovers for everything else, my voice sounds amazing. It's only it's only during the live stream, so I think it's something with the compression in OBS. Possibly, I don't I'm, I'm not sure exactly. But it's been it's been bothering me. RB, weed indeed, weed indeed. I have not gotten high yet, I don't think. I, I think I had dinner a couple hours ago, and then I have not gotten high since. Maybe I've hit it once. It, it appears this bong has been hit at least once. But that is all. So yes, I am not high enough for this shit. Also, programming note, I'm really excited about the guest hosts coming up for the Friday Night Freak Show. This coming Friday, it will be Producer Dave from Echoplex Media. The next Friday, it will be Hilda Beast. Hilda Beast will be co-hosting with me. Uh, I've already contacted some people, not actually nailed down who's going to be where, but I've contacted a few people and said, hey, you open to being a a co-host? And I've got enthusiastic guesses, so I am excited of where this is going. Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. Here's your meme for the day. I'm a bitch, I'm a lover, I'm Hulk Hogan, hey there, brother. 
I had never seen this before, but I sent it to some friends and apparently like it's been going around the internet for a while. Cracked me the fuck up, but my buddy was like, I've seen that before. That's old. Sorry. When you deal in as many memes as I do, you know, they can't all be zingers. <laughs> what are we talking about here on the show tonight? Brother. There is a new picture of a UFO. It is supposedly the clearest UFO fo- photo. It's called the Calvin photo. Apparently taken in like 1992. And uh, I was looking at it earlier and it's a trip. So we're going to we're gonna cover that tonight. North Carolina continues to experience earthquakes. Don't know exactly what's going on there. Country singer John Rich has been called out as being a hypocrite. Apparently, John Rich wants to ban some books in schools, but people pointed out that uh, some of his lyrics are a little more spicy than the books he wants to ban. John Rich, formerly of Big and Rich. I believe uh, the dude that was in... Whoever the dude that was big. I believe big isn't, isn't alive anymore. I think he died in a plane crash or something. I've got several abortion stories that are going to piss you off. I hate to talk about this. You know, I, I, I walk a very fine line with this show. I want to be informative, but I want to be entertaining. I want people to hang out and have fun, but also... I am a news program. This is one of those nights where I I hate that we're going to have to cover these stories, but they need to be talked about. It's not being talked about enough in this fucking country. A Florida judge ruled that a 16-year-old child is not mature enough to have an abortion. Which means the judge has ruled that the 16-year-old child is mature enough to be a mother. A Louisiana woman is being forced to carry a headless fetus because she doesn't fit the definition of the mother's life being in danger. We've got an issue with Google Maps selling information about people seeking abortions. And we're going to talk about the recount in the Kansas Constitutional Amendment. Why recount it when it was such a blowout? That's what I want to know. Plus, of course, we're going to be talking about Trump, all sorts of Trump news. A birthing vessel indeed, RB. Meatcakes, Dustin. Love you guys. Welcome, RB. Yes, thank you. Anytime you notice bad audio, please let me know. But it's... it's. I'm not sure anyone would, would have noticed what I was hearing other than if you were listening to it on high-end speakers. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. It's also primary day. We are indeed going to be covering uh, elections. Uh, it is primary day in Wyoming and Alaska. We're going to talk about Liz Cheney and Lisa Murkowski. Those are the two big races we're watching tonight. I doubt Murkowski is going to lose in her primary, but you never know. Her primary challenger was on with Charlie Kirk. We're going to watch that interview. We're also going to hear from experts about what they feel is going to happen with Liz Cheney's race in Wyoming. Spoiler alert, she's probably going to lose. Plus, a defendant in the January 6th Capitol riots tried to bond with a judge over the fact that Ronald Reagan was his favorite president and the judge eviscerated him. Mandy, good evening. Love your face. Uh, But before we get started with the news, we're going to play a game that producer Warlord has set us up with here. We are going to try to spot everything problematic with this. This is a TV advert for Crown Paints. At Crown, we believe our paint can help you to change a room, change a mood, and even change a life. Big promises from Crown Paints here. Let's see if we can spot what is problematic with this TV advertisement. Four years ago, Hannah met Dave. What's the chance of finding a soulmate at an illegal rave? It must be low. But there you go. They dated for a while, then got a place together. Dave said, shall we have a baby? Hannah said, no, never. And that was... I I think the woman... I think the woman was a little uh, off key. Her. Is, is that what you're talking about? Baby Hannah said, no, nah, never. And that was fine. At least for a time. Then one day out of the blue, she stopped thinking no. She threw herself at Dave and said, come on, let's go. He said, steady on. I'm halfway through a scone. Baby's coming and they don't know what it is. Hannah's hoping for a girl. Dave's just hoping that it's his. And they're happy the spare room's no longer grey. Cause there's a baby on the way. That's funny. There's a baby on the way. There's a baby on the way. There's a baby on the way. Crown. It's not just paint. It's... I've got no problem with it. I see no problem with it. I I I find it amusing. But that's me. That's me. Has it been causing a stir? Is it causing a stir in the UK? I'm not high enough for this shit. I'm not high enough for this shit. Well, the BBC needs to produce content. A lot of a lot of the media is just getting upset about shit. Let's see. Let's see what the uproar is about here. 
Crown Pain's Hannah and Dave ad prompts dozens of complaints. It's just dozens. Meat cakes. Don't work too hard now. Comic Jenny Eclair said it must be taken off air over its implication that a woman conned a man into fatherhood. Apologizing for it, the Derwin-based paint firm said it appreciated people having differing views on humor. The advert, part of a series called Live Stories, includes a song about the four-year relationship between the characters Hannah and Dave. The lyrics state that now a baby's coming and they don't know what it is. Hannah's hoping for a girl. Dave's just hoping that it's his. Dozens. Dozens. Jenny Eclair calls it offensive. What's offensive about it exactly? I, I don't. It's just a joke. I, I'm not down with it. I'm not down with the, the critique. I see nothing wrong with the ad. Uh, I do want to, uh, oh, um, who was asking me about something here? Oh, the Dr. Oz ad, meat cakes, the Dr. Oz ad. I, I covered that last night and like, thank you for bringing it up. Cause I actually want to point out how good my thumbnail for the video is. <laughs> I, this is one of my favorite thumbnails I've ever made. <laughs> right wingers say the darndest things. <laughs> and I put Carrie Lake, Dr. Oz, and, and MGT or MTG. I put their heads on the kids. Oh, I died laughing at myself for hours last night. I couldn't get over that. Oh, it's all good. I try to put I try to put the best clips, the most entertaining clips, or the most interesting stories. I try to put them up on the YouTube. So if you're not subscribed to the YouTube, go go sub, and then if you miss anything, I'll try to give you the the, the highlights, the juicy details. <laughs> oh. And sometimes, sometimes I put like, like, you know, I might have worked 10 minutes on this to put this thumbnail together on a, on a video, 20 people, 30 people are going to see, but God damn, it's so funny. I always encourage people to spend their mornings in the now space. Uh, technically I'm like part of the now, so I'm now space plus I'm like part of the extended now space, by the way. <laughs> sometimes you'll catch me over there and I'll go uh, hop into the now space a lot of times uh, when I hop on with producer Dave it's because like I've, I've come over here to pack a bowl before I do something else and then something will catch my eye like I'll pop over just to say hey and kind of check in on what's going on and uh, something will catch my eye and producer Dave be like hey Justin you can hop on if you want to I'll be like, you know what? I will. The other night they were watching Zeitgeist. I'm like, shit, I haven't seen that in a long time. Go watch some Zeitgeist. Oh, before we get started, I do want to say something to somebody on the YouTube. 
Speaking of the clips I posted last night. I don't know why my YouTube always plays the last video I watched. Uh, the clips I posted last night. Clips I posted last night. Yes, the Boston's Children's Hospital. Boston Children's Hospital heightened security following disgusting attack by libs of TikTok. I would like to point out some comments I got on this video from Foxy Moxie. Foxy Moxie, first of all, you are a piece of shit. I I, I want to call you out specifically. Foxy Moxie comments under, This is a story about libs of TikTok attacking the Boston Children's Hospital to the point where they have had to heighten security around children who were receiving care for cancer, among other illnesses. Because libs of TikTok wanted to act like an ad where they said they were compassionate towards trans children was some sort of attack. So they attacked the Boston Children's Hospital. Boxy Moxie tells me I am wrong. Boston's Children's Hospital was encouraging the mutilation of children. Not true. People are rightfully upset with them for encouraging blatant child abuse. Just because you capitalized it doesn't mean you are correct. I used to be part of the left, but I can no longer support these demented and demonic ideologies. You are on the wrong side of history. My response to Foxy Moxie was, I am not wrong about anything. You people are making this nonsense up. You people are making this nonsense up. Foxy Moxie responds back, just wait until you see the damage these ideologies have done. Tavis Stock Gender Clinic in the UK was shut down for malpractice and is already being sued by 1,000 of their former patients. Why do you think that is? Because they were so successful at helping kids? No. My response to Foxy Moxie was because people like you keep attacking legitimate healthcare based on misinformation. It's disgusting and you are the one causing damage with an ideology. They are having to put extra security around kids with cancer because you will believe any bigoted bullshit you read on the internet. Learn to feel embarrassment. I was going to say that that wasn't true. I only did a cursory glance of the story. It does not look like it was shut down for any kind of malpractice. It looks like it was shut down over protest, but I also don't know because I didn't read any of the stories because I didn't have time. Yeah, voodoo, I did see that. That is some some encouraging news today. A federal appeals court says Americans with Disabilities Act protects uh, protections cover gender dysphoria, which is a win for trans people. Unfortunately, that's going to be challenged and go up to the Supreme Court, and it is probably going to get struck down. Unfortunately. That I, I was assuming that she was completely off what she was talking about. Because right-wingers usually are. They never know what the fuck they're talking about. Thank you, Warlord, for giving us the real deal there. Fuck you, Foxy Moxie, for being an ignorant bigot. 
So anyway, with that, we can get to the news. What up? What up, Sky Comet? Good evening. So glad to see you tonight. I just had to address a few things, do a little housekeeping, address a comment, a very transphobic comment I got on YouTube. But now that that is done, we can move on to the election coverage for the evening. Let's uh, let's hit the election graphic, shall we? There we go. Wyoming and Alaska voters weigh fates of three prominent GOP women. Liz Cheney, Lisa Murkowski, and Sarah Palin are all... I don't know that Sarah Palin is exactly that prominent. <laughs> when they said... Th- when I was reading it, when it said three prominent women, I'm like, I don't know who the third is. I mentioned the other two earlier in the, in the billboard for the show. Murkowski and Cheney. Those were the two... Those were the two I was thinking of. I have no clue who would refer to Sarah Palin as prominent. When will we know who won in Wyoming and Alaska? Keep the caffeine ready. Much of the United States should be asleep by the time the first definitive election results pour in on Tuesday from Wyoming and Alaska, given their locations in Western Time Zone and one state's new election format. In Wyoming, Representative Liz Cheney is... Girding for a Republican primary defeat to Harriet Hagman, a rival who has former President Donald J. Trump's backing. In Alaska, former Governor Sarah Palin is trying for a comeback in the open race for the state's sole seat in Congress. Uh, Apparently, Santa Claus is out of the running in that one. Senator Lisa Murkowski is in a re-election fight against a field led by Kelly Tishbaka whom Mr. Trump endorsed. Polls in Wyoming do not close until 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The state does not report interim results in real time online the way others do, waiting instead to post completed unofficial tallies once they are received, according to Monique Meese, a spokeswoman for Wyoming's Secretary of State. But Wyoming's recent election history suggests that the Associated Press should be able to determine who won in all but the closest races by Wednesday the uh, AP's election decision editor says. Uh, If the polls are accurate, the Republican Party for the state's lone House seat may be a drawn-out affair. Ms. Cheney, who has been vilified by Mr. Trump for her vote to impeach him and her role as vice chairwoman of the January 6th committee, is badly trailing Ms. Hagman in the polls. Let's go to ABC News for a piece about Cheney's chances Tonight in the Wyoming primary. Let's bring in ABC News political contributor Barbara Comstock, a former Republican congresswoman from Virginia, and Stephanie Rawlings-Blake, former Democratic mayor of Baltimore, for a little bit more on this. Uh, Barbara Liz Cheney voted along, um, voted for President Trump's agenda more than 90% of the time. So what does it say that Trump's false election claims are the one issue that may end her career? Well, the reason Liz received the Profiles in Courage Award, and the reason why we call it Profiles in Courage, is because um, it's somebody who makes a decision that they know can harm them politically, but they know it's the right thing to do. And in this case, she was standing up for the Constitution. And I think nobody has been more consequential in the January 6th uh, hearings. I want to hear from the chat. Should uh, Should Cheney lose tonight, which looks very likely... Is she heading to MSNBC, CNN, 
Does she have other political aspirations? Do you think maybe a 2024 run? Is she going to end up in Andrew Yang's party? Where where does Liz Cheney land after this? Sitting cow. Dustin, also, Dustin, I don't know if I said hey to you. If I didn't, I love your face. Good evening. Sitting cow, love your face. Good evening. And she has had a tremendous impact, which I think uh, will make a tremendous impact on Donald Trump. And that is why he will never be near the White House again, which she made that choice to, uh, you know, do that for the country, you know, perhaps at the expense of her own seat. And I think she would do it proud and honored to be her friend, to be her supporter. And, you know, I will uh, continue to work with her on this effort. And I think she's a winner today, no matter. Honestly, where she may end up is as an appointment in the Biden administration. They're going to reward her. I don't I don't know what Liz Cheney... Like she's into agriculture, right? Maybe Ag Secretary is what they, what they throw at her. Whenever the current secretary uh, steps aside. No matter what she does. And Donald Trump will be the loser in history. Trying to think of who the current Ag Secretary is. I want to say that they handed it to... Like they gave it to a, a woman... Who wasn't a like she wanted to be in? No, I'm I'm getting things confused. She wanted I, she wanted to be in HUD and they put her in AG, or she wanted to be in AG and they put her in HUD. One or the other. Hold on. History and I think he'll be a loser pretty soon in front of the courts. Uh, Stephanie, in many ways, Liz Cheney has become the face of the wing of the Republican Party that is critical of Donald Trump. So what would her loss mean for the political landscape uh, nationally? I, I think it, they call that a little wing of the party. Um, I think, you know... Wait, Vilsack is the... That she did the- Vil- Vilsack is the ag secretary? Yeah, he served in, he was Obama's ag secretary. How did I miss that one? Vilsack again? Well, shit. This at the expense of her political career. I think we shouldn't forget who whose feet uh, or whose knee Liz Cheney learned at, and that's Dick Cheney. And Dick Cheney plays the long game, and I think Liz Cheney is playing the long game as well. Dustin, you know she'd never commit to that. What she's doing right now is definitely courageous, but I do not think this is the end of her political career by any stretch of the imagination. I think she's playing the long game, and she's setting herself up when this little little wing of the Republican Party uh, starts to turn, turn the corner and um, regains the control. I think he is still alive. Sitting in the catbird seat. Uh, Barbara, when you look now at the landscape of Republicans who voted to impeach uh, Trump, for example, or have been critical of him and how they've done in primaries for those who. No, he died in 2021. What do you think about the future? He died in 2021. So I would have had to have done a segment on Donald Rumsfeld dying. Huh. That's how little he mattered to me of the party and and where things are headed heading into the midterms listen i'm i assume sky comet i assume i i think her most likely thing is she's either appointed to a post 
in the Obama administration or Obama in the Biden administration or that she goes to CNN, MSNBC as a, a an analyst, a contributor, whatever you want to call it. These people have lost in their primaries, but the real test is going to be how do these Trump candidates win in the general? And we're already seeing, you know, many of them doing poorly. Dr. Oz, you know, yesterday the editorial um, committee bailed on his campaign, took money out of there. Ursula Walker is, you know, uh, really struggling in Georgia. And then you see Blake Masters and sort of the election denying uh, candidates out in Arizona. I certainly hope that whole ticket um, goes down to defeat and deservedly so. So when you see uh, you know, these seats that we should have nailed it, Dustin, won in a good year, if you see them go down to defeat, there will be one man responsible and that will be Donald Trump. And if it takes that for Republicans to wake up, then so be it. But I think they're not going to wake up. They're not going to wake up. I like I spend all my time in right wing uh, uh, spaces. There's there's no waking these people up. If they are a Trump supporter, there is they're too far gone. And that that's why that's why there's they're snapping and attacking the FBI and shit. That's why like that's why they're talking about civil war and they're all like defeated and like they, like it's it's the cognitive dissonance won't let them accept that they fell for a con man liar. So they're just like they're 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 going haywire right now. It doesn't compute for them and we're we're seeing like the smoke coming from their ears as they're trying to understand what's going on and and cope with reality but they can't they can't cope with reality Lisa Murkowski facing a primary challenge for her seat this is her challenger Kelly uh, Shabaka I doubt she has a chance. I don't know what the polls show, though. I'll look that up while we were listening to her being interviewed by Charlie Kirk earlier today. And kind of the current situation at hand, what are you? What race are you basically in right now? Is it ranked choice voting? Is it not? Explain to our listeners. Well, I think the most interesting thing to know is Project Veritas has exposed that Murkowski colluded with her campaign. Oh, my God. Deceive Alaskans in order to manipulate this re-engineered election system so she would have some kind of a fighting chance to keep her Senate seat. This is the first time we're going through this election process. If we had a straight up fair election, she would be retiring today. She'd have no chance of getting through a party primary. Wow. Those are some wild accusations. Lisa Murkowski's chances of beating Trump back challenger the day before the vote. A new ranked choice voting system in Alaska is adding intrigue to a primary battle that features longtime Senator Lisa Murkowski facing off Tuesday against Donald Trump-backed Kelly Chikpaka. Uh, Murkowski, 65, a senator since 2002 and the second highest ranking Republican female senator, faces her strongest challenge yet. Chikpaka, a former Alaska Department of Administration commissioner, 
has raised only about one-third of what Murkowski has raised, but it's possible both women will be on the ballot in November. Alaska's new voting system puts all statewide candidates on the same primary ballot, regardless of party affiliation. Then the top four candidates advance to the general election, which means multiple Republicans could be on the general election ballot. Alaskan voters will rank their top four candidates in each race, unless one candidate garners over 50% of the first-choice votes. The candidate with the least support is eliminated from the contention and voters' second choices are taken into account. The process continues in the same manner if another round does not result in a candidate hitting a 50% threshold. Since Republicans, Democrats, and Independents will all have a say in the primary, it is widely believed that either Murkowski or Tabaka will come out victorious of the four candidates. Polling of 1,201 likely Alaska voters conducted by Alaska Survey Research between July 2nd and July 5th showed Murkowski winning after round three, even after losing the first two rounds to her Trump-endorsed opponent. So it would be after other people's first choice is eliminated, Murkowski would be for the second choice. Time for gay. It's always time for gay, Mater. Come on. Yeah, Dustin, Project Veritas has exposed laughing too hard to hear anything after that. Right-wingers are morons. I forgot we were even listening to what she has to say. Once again, this is one of the top contenders to Lisa Murkowski's Senate seat in Alaska. With this new election system, this is how it works. Today, all candidates, regardless of party, are going forward through the quote primary process. It's basically a filtering. There's about 20 candidates for the U.S. Senate position, all parties, and the four candidates who get the most votes will move through this process to the general election. I expect it will be me, Murkowski, the strongly funded Democrat position, and then a fourth candidate. I don't know who that'll be. We'll go to the November election. And then again, all voters will come in and they'll get to vote they get to vote for all four candidates or just one candidate, an option of ranking. So you put the candidate that you want for your number one. And then if you want to, you can pick your backup candidate as number two. And then Love it. we should do this everywhere. Number three, you can do that up to four times. If one candidate gets more than 50% of the votes, that candidate wins on round one. That is possible in Alaska. Historically, 54% of Alaskans vote for the Republican candidate. And I am the only candidate on the ballot that's raised more than $50,000 to the right of Murkowski. And we are in the millions of dollars raised. And so it's looking good that we're going to win this race, especially with she, she raised a third of what Murkowski raised. President Trump. And then if someone doesn't get 50% on round one, the fourth candidate drops off the ballot. The people who are ranked two, three, and four under the fourth candidate, their votes get reallocated to the top three. Then the third candidate drops off the ballot. Their votes for second, third, and fourth place get reallocated to the top two candidates, and it essentially becomes a runoff. Let's not let's not uh, disparage expect. people so for their looks, RB. Between me and Murkowski, who gets the most votes? Now, fortunately, Lisa Murkowski is only planning on picking up a lot of Democrat votes. Most Republicans have completely turned against her. She has to claw her way to the top with a smattering of second, third, and fourth place votes. When she's done things like lost her NRA endorsement. She's voted both for and against. Who gives a shit about an NRA endorsement? Trust her 
and she's voting 70 the 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 russian front organization violating agenda against alaska killing our jobs and crushing our families and driving up inflation making it really hard to live here that was one of the most confusing things i've ever heard in my entire life and you did a wonderful job walking us through it well you're an idiot charlie kirk i mean this is you're an idiot so like Simple things probably confuse the fucking hell out of you, dude. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Oh, it's actually a style? The shadow route. I did not know it was a style. I did not know people are going for it. March Madness is makes more sense than this. This is insane. You're absolutely right. I could design a flow chart, and I try and explain it to people with... Uh, does March Madness not make sense? It's just a round-robin tournament. The fuck? Goddamn, Charlie Kirk is so stupid. Yeah, it's designed by the political consultants who work for Lisa Murkowski's campaign and these undercover videos from Project Veritas show. Okay, you see Charlie Kirk. You see him on your screen right now. You live in sexual anarchy. Did I Photoshop his face? Did I not Photoshop his face? Can you tell? Is there a difference? Also, like, this dude's supposed to, like, he's supposed to appeal to the youngins, and he's looking awfully rough nowadays. Lisa Murkowski completely knew about it and was behind it because this is the only way she can hope to maintain her 41-year Murkowski monarchy. The Murkowskis passed down our Senate seat like a birthright. She was actually appointed to her Senate seat by her father, when he was elected governor, she was never originally elected to this seat, and she's never had 50% or more of the vote in Alaska, which means that even when she was popular, most of Alaska has never liked Lisa Murkowski. But this year, she's very unpopular, which is why I'm confident we're going to win this election. We just need to fund the race. Yeah, so I, one of the reasons I think they put forward ranked choice voting is that the second place person tends to actually benefit from this. And so this she ain't dumb. She 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 doesn't fit into the Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert kind of right wing female role. This woman is uh, not as dumb as other Republicans. I don't I don't know if you guys got that impression either. Like she's smarter than Charlie Kirk. Just throwing that out there. She she's far more on the ball than Charlie is. This is not what's happening today. I think you'll be fine. I think you're going to easily advance into the... I did just tell you not to make fun of personal appearances and then made fun of fucking Charlie Kirk's face. She's slick. She is, isn't she? You don't think she? You don't think she's a uh, uh, bright warlord? You don't think she's... Uh, wow, you're going to cancel Justin over that? I'm, I'm telling you this to like not take her lightly. If she if she does unseat Murkowski, she is going to be a name that we're all going to hear. I do, I don't care about her looks. Her intelligence or is what is has me worried here. Why why are all you perverts focused on her looks? You live in sexual anarchy. Cancel Justin, cancel cancel my chat. I'm going to be a woke moralist on all of you. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. <laughs> no, I think that, I think this lady is bright. 
and uh, uh, she will be a force to be reckoned with if she wins. Maybe, maybe even if she doesn't win, this is the first I'm hearing of her. And you guys know how plugged in I am, so I don't think this is the last we're going to be hearing of her, win or lose. Just saying, based on based on this like four minutes and twenty seconds. Oh, is she on the is she on the right stuff app? Get on there and find out, guys. Get on there and beta test it. Men do it on who's hotter? <laughs> well, I would just like to point out Warlord 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 uh uh Fucking, you were on the side of, uh, uh, of, uh, what's his name for prime minister and not, uh, Liz Truss. We're Lord. The fuck is that dude's name? I almost, (laughs) I almost, (laughs) Rishi. Yes. There we go. I almost just called him. I call I almost called him like a generic wrestling Indian name, and that would have been really racist of me if I had done that. So you said you 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 pick who to vote for based on looks. So you you believe that Rishi is better looking than Liz Truss? Is that what you're saying? Sunak, that's his last name. God damn. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get a nothing, nothing against your your looks, mistrust. But fucking uh, Rishi is pretty fucking hot. That is a hot dude. Why are you asking me? You've seen me take off my bandana many times. I'd rather not take it off just because I would I would rather not have to put it on later. No. You have seen me without my bandana on. I know this is a fact. You had to have. Of the many, many times I've taken my bandana off. Who gives a shit if Patrick hasn't seen it? I don't care, but I just, I, I just want to <laughs> shut up, Mandy. Is everybody in agreement? If we're voting based on looks, is everybody voting for uh, Rishi Sunak? I, you know, if, if they invited me in, if the couple at the end of the bar is looking at me like this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm probably not saying no, to be honest with you. I'll be like, okay. I mean, Sure. You live in sexual anarchy. Because that's what this picture... This picture is not them standing together. This is a Photoshop picture. They've both been superimposed onto a background to where it looks like they're they're standing side by side. And it really is kind of like the, the couple at the end of the bar giving you this look. <laughs> Oh, 
fucking so I I wouldn't say no guys Liz Rishi if you guys invited me in I wouldn't say no just saying I don't know that I, I want either of you to be a world leader. However, I would assume that either of you are a million times better than any one of our conservatives. Oh, Mandy seems to be into the blonde in Alaska. Oh, fuck. Was there a Twitch poll? Everybody go cast your vote in the poll of, I guess, who you would vote for based on who you want to sleep with. Seems kind of weird to me. Oh shit. Who what? Who's oh my god oh my god what? By the way, we are currently finished with election. We will come back to election results at the end of the show. However, I kinda doubt we're gonna have them. Uh polls haven't closed yet, Warlord. Do you not know where Alaska and Wyoming are? Take it off, she says. Well, to be honest with you, I I shaved last night, but I didn't do a really good job. If you want me to take it off, like I'm kind of blotchy. Also, I don't know what has happened with Twitch ads. Did you guys get Twitch ads? I mean, Warlord can't tell me because he's a sub. I think most people that are in here are actually subs, so you probably have no idea about what the Twitch ads were doing, but it looked like they played just a second ago. They're not supposed to play until the top of the hour because I've been trying to catch them and play them during my own breaks so nobody has to watch commercials other than when, like, I take a pee-pee. Birkin, welcome. Good evening. Maybe it's maybe it's preparing the ads from back when I hit them earlier. Rishi, Rishi Sunak wins the Twitch poll. I guess everybody would rather sleep with Rishi Sunak. Wow, Ida. I wish your I wish your husband the best of luck. A lot of people are testing positive for the COVID right now. Among those is Dr. Jill Biden. You see what I did there? You see what I did there with that fucking transition? First Lady Jill Biden has tested positive for COVID-19 after testing negative for COVID-19 on Monday during her regular testing cadence. First Lady began to develop cold-like symptoms late in the evening. Tested negative again on a rapid antigen test, but a PCR test came back positive. 
He's been put on the Paxlovid and following CDC guidance will isolate from others for at least five days. So we had turned it off, but now, now it seems that Biden is in danger of getting COVID for a third time in the last two months. So we're going to have to turn it on again. We are once again on Biden dies of COVID watch. I should have changed that before the show. I made I made that graphic to where I could just change it real fast anytime. So I should have just went and changed it to Jill Biden's head. Wouldn't have had to even fucking change the voiceover. You know, that's a good question. That's a good question. How many people has Biden infected? And uh, let me give you an example of how careless Joe Biden has been. You guys just keep setting me up for this shit, don't you? Are you guys, are you looking at my notes right now? This is earlier today, Joe Biden uh, at the press conference for the signing of the Inflation Reduction Act. You see him shaking hands with Chuck Schumer. He takes off his, Schumer who is maskless by the way. Biden has a mask on, is going to take it off and watch what happens. Oh my God, Patrick's. I love how we spend the last year of just almost exclusively people who are unvaccinated dying in 2021. And you come in here and like, the only people who are getting COVID or the vaccinated. Stupid fuck. God, right wingers are so dumb. Why are right wingers so fucking dumb? Dumbest fucks walking the planet. Oh, when we come back from the other side of the break, we are going to talk about Biden signing the Inflation Reduction Act. Most presidents sign uh, historic legislation with multiple pins. I don't know if you guys know this. I'm a little bit of a wonk, so I know these things. Uh, a president will have like 20 pins and will like sign part of his signature with different pins and then will hand out the pins that he used to sign the legislation as souvenirs. Biden only used one pin. Can you guys take a wild guess which senator he gave his one pin that he signed this piece of legislation with? Take a wild guess. We're also going to talk about Trump, who in 2016, in reference to Hillary Clinton's handling of classified information, said that no one is above the law, which sets us up perfectly for us talking about a hearing on his unsealing of an affidavit. Trump's lawyer basically threatening informants on live television. We're going to talk about Trump's passport. Bolton, John Bolton, I agree with John Bolton, had a fantastic idea. Plus, the Trump Org's CFO, Alan Weisselberg, reaches a plea agreement with the state of New York. Plus, so much more coming up on the other side of the break. 
here on the Troll Patrol, live. Welcome back to the Troll Patrol, live. I need some kind of, uh, I need a bumper coming back from commercial. <laughs> Is that stupid fuck still running his mouth? I don't like... At this point, I'm not paying attention to you if you hadn't noticed. Like, if you want to argue, you're going to have to call in. The chat might humor you, but probably not for long. They're going to get real bored with you. As always, I promise you a new meme coming back from break. With freedom comes nudity. <laughs> Rocksteady, what's going on? Welcome. Oh, there's always drama going on in here. We've had... Patrick's has been with us for a couple nights now. Just running his stupid fucking mouth. Warlord! By the way, what I was doing was called a teaser. In broadcasting, we call that a teaser. I leave you with a question. I leave you wondering a question so that you stick around for, you know, the other side of the break. So that you... So that you watch the commercials because you're so intrigued by what I presented you with. You stay around for the answer to the question. So if my producer, if my producer answers the question that I left everybody hanging on before the commercial break, what's the, what's the point? Oh, it was Mansion that got the pin. Oh, I want you I want you guys to talk amongst yourselves and 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 guess. I mean, like I I, I pretty much alluded to it though. Cancel Justin. Oh, I still need to Oh, what? Wait, what? I'm not on? <laughs> what? Okay, we might be back on Twitch too. Weird, weird, weird. Yeah, something something that was that was exclusive to Twitch. Like I was you guys were talking about F and I didn't know what was going on. I'm like everything says I'm like I got green lights over here. So that was a Twitch thing. Glad to have you guys back. Love you guys. Yeah, every like YouTube never went down. That that wasn't a me issue. That wasn't like me losing internet or anything. That was a Twitch that was a Bezos. Bezos fucked you guys. That's a RB. That's a, a meme. Is it from Call of Duty? Press F to pay respects or some shit like that. Is that where is that where that comes from? We we we, we like learning something. Press F to pay respects. It's an internet meme that originated from Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. 
<laughs> this is the, the screenshot. Honestly, man, I'm surprised you put up with him that long. <laughs> Are we down again? I, it does look like Twitch is having issues, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if uh, if if uh, she she gave him a timeout. She gave him like a sixty second, or she gave him like a, a a two minute or three minute timeout. She didn't ban him, but she made it to where he couldn't comment for a little bit. You've got that power, RB. Okay, cool. We're we're still on we're still on Twitch. Warlord was just paying respects. It's all good. It's all good. If I said hey to everybody, if I haven't said hey to you, I'm coming through. Even if I had said hey to you, Sky Comet, Meatcake, Cicero, Mandy, love your face. Rock Junior, Rocksteady Junior, love your face. Dustin, Merkin, Sitting Cow, wonderful people. All you beautiful people. Beautiful people, the beautiful people. I don't know, can you guys, I don't think you guys have the power to time each other out, do you? Twitch weed, I do need weed, I do need weed. Oh, did I give you enough meme? Did you get enough meme? With freedom comes nudity. <laughs> I don't know, that's not, that's not even a meme, that's just a screenshot from Space Goes Coast to Coast. <laughs> Uh, and that's true. That's true. Um, with great freedom comes great nudity. So that's how you know that the United States is not a free country. That's how you know the United States is not a free country. We got problems with nipples in this country. We are not fucking free. Oh, I can time out a moderator. Oh, that's cool. I did not know that I had that power. Maybe I'm going to come over there and time out some moderators. Show you guys who's boss. We'll see who cancels who, woke moralist. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Are you serious, Mergen? You shouldn't be getting ads. Oh my god. I don't know what is up with Twitch. I'm sorry. I am sorry, guys. Twitch is really, it's a fuck up on Twitch's part tonight. I try to make it to where you guys don't have to watch fucking ads. Even if you're not a sub. Well, RB, I'm never going to, I'm never going to request it, RB. That's the thing is like, I'm a pretty free speech absolutist. Unless, like, you know, like, some people were abusive towards Sparkles and shit, and I, like, I didn't put up with that. What is up, off time? New Icelandic study show. <laughs> watch me, watch me, uh, like, like, watch me Google that. And it come back to, like, Breitbart or some shit. Like an article posted on Breitbart earlier today. Uh, well, I mean, it's not overtly right-wing sites I'm seeing. Daily Skeptic, I don't know. Newsmedical.net. Uh, 
But hey, thank you for making me aware of it. I will check it out. Wyoming polls are probably closing right about now. But uh, as we covered earlier, Warlord, you might have missed this. Perhaps you need to pay more attention. Wyoming doesn't do running tallies. So we're, we're not, they don't report results as they come in. They report them all at once. Sky Comet, if you want to go, if you want to go over to the, oh, they close at nine in Wyoming. Oh shit. I didn't realize they were open that late. I figured they were seven. If you, Sky Comet, if you, if you are going to want to go over to the YouTube, let me know. I'll go over there and give you power. If I haven't already, I don't know. I don't know if you've been over there. For me to give you power. I wasn't ready to do the news. Oh, the... A video I played for you. Said it was 9 p.m. Oh, I I think the video said 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Possibly. RB is saying 7 p.m. Sky Comet, I don't blame you. Twitch is far more fun. I'm usually not watching because I have to, uh, because of the nature of the uh, work I do, a lot of times, like, I have to go back and, and watch things again. Like, uh, Majority Report, I don't watch on Twitch. Uh... Because, like, I need to pause, I need to go back, I'm usually not watching live. I give the Warlord to bop! Hold on, I gotta go over to YouTube, I don't keep the YouTube up. I keep Twitch up nowadays. I thought I could go to YouTube and hit the commercials the way I do on Twitch. But I cannot. I tried that the other day, and that's not a, that's not a thing. Unfortunately. Warlord has the power. Hey, off time. Why the fuck are you coming in here and trying to talk about this with us? Off time. If you if you wanted to discuss whatever bullshit you want to talk about, why don't you make your your own channel? Just coming in here and cutting and pasting shit in YouTube will get you shut down real quick. Warlord's power grows. Warlord has power everywhere. Warlord basically... I don't even know Warlord. I don't know who the fuck Warlord is. I don't know if I can trust Warlord, but I gave Warlord the keys to my entire kingdom. Warlord could ruin me if Warlord wanted to. The rise of Warlord. So I'm just hoping I don't say anything that pisses Warlord off, which is also weird for somebody who teases him all the fucking time about beans for breakfast. (laughs) You like beans, don't you, Warlord? 
What's wrong, Mandy? I wasn't paying attention to what was going on in chat. What are you fucking about? What are you fucking about? You live in sexual anarchy? What are you fucking about? I had this meme just for Warlord the other day. Warlord did not show up. This is the best use of this meme format ever. Beans Mexican food versus beans British food. Oh, Mandy, that does suck. No wonder you were fucking. Your mom seems awfully cool. Like, I haven't had any interactions with her, but I've seen her interact with you on social media, and she seems awfully fucking cool. So, yes, best wishes to your mother... From everybody here at the Troll Patrol chat. You tell her that, and then she'll be like, The hell's the Troll Patrol chat? Off time. Why are you spouting off about nonsense in my chat? And if you would like to talk, if you would like to run your cocksucker, there is a phone number. It is 917-830-4359. If you would like to call in or you would like to hop into the Discord, just ask the chat and they will pull it up for you to where the number or the link to Discord is in the chat. You made your mom watch this show? That poor woman. That poor woman. She was probably very confused about what was going on. I was seeing a lady a year or two ago and I pulled up the show to show her what, you know, my stream was like. And she was very, very confused about what was going on. And I had to explain like all the different elements on shit. But this was also, this was a lady who was my age who had never owned a computer, still watched things on VHS. She was a real hippy-dippy kind of guy, like not shaver, armpits, doesn't wear shoes, collects rocks, that kind of that gal. One time, uh, one time I had a friend post a meme that said, uh, can a can a woman with a septum piercing and multicolored hair tell me what planet is causing my depression or something? And I tagged her and I'm like, hey Cassie, can you tell? <laughs> and she did. She did. She said exactly, you know, what astrological thing was 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 causing them to be sad. Aaron play bass! I'm sorry, I haven't been paying attention to what's been going on in the in the chat. 
Off time eats babies. Yes, off time eats babies. That's totally a thing. I agree. That happens. Hey, Justin, are you trolling? Not high enough for this shit. I hope I hope that all ads are done for you guys and we can get on with the news. Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't actually reduce any inflation. A modicum of future inflation, possibly. But they named it the Inflation Reduction Act just because, you know, it's politically expedient. This administration began amid a dark time in America. As Jim said, a once-in-a-century pandemic... Devastating joblessness, clear and present threats to democracy and the rule of law, doubts about America's future itself. And yet, we've not wavered, we've not flinched. Sir, sir, I still have doubts about America's future. Come on, man. And we've not given in. Instead, we're delivering results for the American people. We didn't tear down, we build up, we didn't look back, we look forward. And today, today offers further proof that the soul of America is vibrant, the future of America is bright, and the promise of America is real and just beginning. There you can see the signing. As I pointed out, there is one pin. He used one pin to sign this piece of legislation. Uh, presidents usually use multiple pins and then give them out as souvenirs to the senators that help pass the legislation. Notice that Biden used one pin and gives it to one man. I was, was Manchin acting surprised that he got the pin? Was he was he acting surprised that he got did did he know it was coming and he just acted surprised or was he genuinely surprised? Like oh shit, this is really cool. He's giving me the pin because that is that, that's a great sign of respect from the president. It's a big deal to get a pin on when they sign a piece of legislation. Not going to give a pin to the Senate Budget Committee Chairman. No. No. Not going to give a pin to Chucky Schumer or Nancy Pelosi or anybody else. No. Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin got the pin that he signed the legislation. Hi, everyone. George. I always, we always have to put up with George Stephanopoulos at the end. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it, George. Let's go back to a simpler time, shall we? Let's go back to 2016. I want you to hear a comment from then-candidate Donald Trump. Old video resurfaces of Trump vowing in 2016 to enforce regulations on classified information. No one will be above the law. By the way, he made the mishandling of classified information a felony he specifically signed that law on political corruption we are going to restore honor to our government in my administration i'm going to enforce all laws concerning 
the protection of classified information. No one will be above the law. Sir, no one is above the law. For the longest time, I kind of thought presidents were. Presidents can be brought down. It just takes a hell of a lot. Rich people can be brought down. It just takes a hell of a lot. And you, sir, and I made, I made, I made this assessment many years ago. You don't get to go to Washington, D.C. and slap all of these powerful people in the face for as long as you have and just shit all over everything. You were in the club, dude. The rich people club. You were in. You could have got away with so much. But you just, you mocked them and antagonized them. And just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. You can't. I've seen what the United States machine can do to people. And sir, I have a feeling it is getting ready to chew you up and spit you out. You have no friends. You have no friends. You could have got away with so much. Hearing on unsealing the Mar-a-Lago search warrant affidavit to put DOJ arguments on display. The Justice Department has said that unsealing the affidavit will compromise its ongoing criminal investigation. Now, I will say I heard some, some legal experts last night. They made a convincing case that uh, there will be no indictment of Trump coming, that they went to these extraordinary steps just to retrieve those documents, that that, that was all they were, they, they were concerned about. But I'm not sold. But I can see that being a thing. But the Justice Department seems to really be pursuing something more. federal judge in Florida has scheduled a hearing for Thursday on whether to unseal the affidavit that formal for, that federal investigators used to justify a search warrant for former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home. A major point of contention between the government and the former president, his supporters, and the news media. This is just made up. This is not a thing that they do in criminal investigations. They don't unseal the affidavit. The Department of Justice is arguing against unsealing the document for fear it could compromise an ongoing criminal investigation involving national security. While Trump and his Republican allies are calling the unprecedented search a major instance of government overreach and demanding the justification be made public. Several media companies, meanwhile, have urged the document to be disclosed because of the public's clear and powerful interest in understanding what occurred in these circumstances. The hearing comes as investigators sort through the troves of documents, including some labeled top secret and highly classified, that they collected at the Florida resort last week and prepare to take next steps in the case. A group of news organizations, including NBC News, has filed court papers asking Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhardt to make public the affidavit that convinced him to take the extraordinary step of signing the warrant allowing FBI agents to conduct the search. It was a request U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland himself wrestled with. Garland carefully considered whether to seek a search warrant for Mar-a-Lago over a period of a few weeks, a senior DOJ official told NBC News. 
Senior Justice Department and FBI officials held many meetings on how to proceed with the probe before Garland approved moving ahead with the search warrant. Here is a Trump lawyer who I don't think is very experienced. Uh, On with Newsmax. This is Elena Habba. Basically threatening the person who may or may not be an FBI informant in Trump world. The president's position, the same as what I would advise him, is to ask them to uncover everything so that we can see what is going on. I understand the witness protection issue, but at the same time, these witnesses are truly not going to be um, concealed for very long. That's just not the nature of the DOJ and the FBI. The president's position, the same. Very vague threats that they won't uh, stay hidden for long. So the the DOJ should go ahead and release their names. Now you've heard a lot of uproar from right-wing media about Donald Trump's fucking passports. I'm not exactly sure why the FBI took them. I don't know if they mean if they meant to take them. Apparently, uh, they have returned them and they said they weren't part of the investigation. Patrick, shut the fuck up. You can't just say they weaponized the DOJ just because they're coming after your fucking dude. Merrick Garland was on a George W. Bush short list of people for a Supreme Court justice seat. So a Republican administration was considering Merrick Garland. So you're going to come here and here and tell me that this dude is some secret radical that's a political hack. No, the more likely thing is that you're an idiot. That you're a fucking idiot. You're just a dumb fuck and you can't accept reality. CBS's Nora O'Donnell sets off up. By the way, Dustin, did I tell you good evening? I love your face. I saw you in here, but I don't know if I actually... I, I got a little caught up in things. I don't know if I specifically told you good evening. CBS's Nora O'Donnell sets off uproar with tweet about FBI not having Trump's passports. Oh, uh, well, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure, and I have a very bad memory. CBS News anchor Nora O'Donnell took heat for a tweet that stated the FBI did not have a former President Trump's passports with critics blasting her for leaving up a tweet after it was seemingly debunked. Oh, my God. Fucking uh, right-wingers will go after uh, any other news organization for any little thing. Never issue corrections of their own bullshit. The CBS News Evening News anchor reported that the Department of Justice did not have Trump's passports. Uh, if any items not contained in the warrant were retrieved from the FBI search at Mar-a-Lago, they will be returned. That's what the FBI statement said. 
But let's hear, like, this uproar about their passport or about his passport. Just, just, it's a red herring. It means nothing. But John Bolton, for once, had a good idea. John Bolton had a good idea. You're not going to hear me say that very often. Took from the Oval Office. You were National Security Advisor for, what, 17 months. What was your knowledge of any... Once again, this is another hardcore Republican. A man that has been a Republican far longer than Donald Trump. Gone back administrations serving in this government. But idiots like Patrick's will be like, oh, no! He's just a deep state clown. He's working for the Democrats. And try to call John Bolton a partisan hack. Order. There, I, there was no standing order. I was not briefed on anything like that. When I started as national security advisor, I never heard of it, never saw it in operation, never knew anything about it. The president never said anything to me during 17 months there. Uh, uh, I just think it's a complete fiction. Uh, look, the president said he had to take uh, classified materials to his residence, uh, and therefore he declassified them uh, by doing that. Uh, look, nobody's worried about unauthorized... That is just absolute fucking nonsense. He doesn't have the power to declassify anything unilaterally. The uh, National Archives has to be in control of any documents. Trump violated the law, period. End of story. ...people in the residence uh, quarters at the White House... If there are unauthorized people there, we've got a problem a lot more serious than documents being compromised. Moreover, if this existed, there had to be some way to memorialize it. The White House counsel had to write it down. Otherwise, how would people throughout the government know what to declassify? You don't declassify a document just as to Donald Trump. If a document's declassified, it's declassified. He is the Eggman. They are the Eggman. Bolton's the walrus. Goo goo kachu, uh, and and no such no such record keeping system uh, existed, and I, I think I think this is just a sign of uh, of how worried the president's advisors are about the nature of the problem he's in right now. A fiction, you called it. Yeah, look, it's it's uh, if he has declassified hundreds, maybe thousands of documents that he took to the residence because he worked very hard on this at night, as we all know, over four years. The media should be filing Freedom of Information Act requests for all documents declassified by Donald Trump pursuant to this. Boom! to see what gets produced. It, it. Boom! This is the agreement with John Bolton. The media should file FOIA requests. For all the documents that Trump supposedly declassified, let's fucking see them. See 9-11 documents, JFK documents, what the fuck, all the fucking shit you had at Mar-a-Lago, which I'm guessing is nuclear secrets. And we know from seeing the receipt of items taken from Mar-a-Lago that there was a box labeled as SCI, Sensitive Compartmented Information. Can you think of any reason that a former president would have to have sensitive compartmented information in his residence? No, look, in a, in a normal administration, a president uh, is quite likely to write memoirs. He'll want and deserves access to highly classified information. Uh, arrangements are made for former presidents and indeed for former cabinet officers who leave under happy circumstances that skiffs are set up uh, that they can go to and look at this classified information. Uh, I, I don't think there's any 
uh, explanation that uh, that carries any weight, whatever. I hate to break it to you, Badrix, but anybody with like half a functioning brain is against Trump. Everyone should be against Trump. He's a fucking idiot. He's a madman. He's a pathological liar. He's a malignant narcissist. <laughs> yeah, voodoo. We are on the same page. Great minds. Why Trump just didn't follow the normal procedures, except he thought he wasn't subjected to procedures. We've now seen this Department of Justice response in a filing to to uh, uh, an effort by media organizations to get a hold of this affidavit that led to the search of Mar-a-Lago. And in this Department of Justice response fighting it, they say that there is highly classified material in the affidavit. They also say disclosure of the government's affidavit at this stage would also likely chill future cooperation by witnesses whose assistance may be sought as this investigation progresses, as well as in other high-profile investigations. You've worked on sort of both sides of this, Ambassador, inside the Department of Justice and also inside the security world. How do you read this filing? Well, I think it says there are very significant problems here for President Trump and ma many of his uh, uh, advisors post-presidency. But I think we've got to distinguish between the legal battle that's going on and the political battle. I think the Justice Department position sounds perfectly reasonable on the legal battle. But on the on the political battle, I think they're being overwhelmed by Donald Trump. You know, if we were in a coliseum with two gladiators, uh, one of them, Donald Trump, the other Merrick Garland, we'd be about to witness the slaughter of the lambs. The Justice Department understandably wants to follow its normal procedures. It's facing an adversary who couldn't care less about the normal procedures. And I do think the department's got to do more here. I know it's hard, but they're still not doing enough to explain why this uh, uh, search warrant was executed and why, why now they don't want to... Not paying attention, Patty. Uh, last night, for example, when they filed their motion, they should have put somebody on camera at the Department of Justice reading from it. They should have tweeted it. They should have sent it to every member of Congress. I'm not asking them to say more than what they've said in their court filing, but they've got to do more to explain what they're up to. And they've got to think of creative ways to justify it to a very skeptical public in many respects. We, we got a real live wire in the chat. For those of you listening to the podcast audio, Patrick's or all time or whatever the fuck. He's going nuts over here. Just spewing every right wing narrative you can think of. Let's, uh, let's move to Alan Weiselberg, the chief financial officer of the Trump org or was the chief financial officer of the Trump org. He is now expected to plead guilty. He has come to a deal with prosecutors. Former President Trump's organization's CFO, Alan Weisselberg, is expected to plead guilty to tax evasion in New York. That plea could happen as soon as Thursday. Weisselberg was indicted last summer and is scheduled to face trial in the fall. NBC News Justice reporter Ryan Riley is joining me now. So, Ryan, first, let's go back a little bit, if we can, here. Remind our viewers about the case against Alan Weisselberg. Sure. So this is all about uh, tax avoidance. Essentially, it's a scheme that the prosecutors say happened over the course of 15 years to essentially help uh, high-level Trump organization officials avoid paying taxes through various sort of 
mechanisms involving perhaps uh, paying for school directly for children of uh, for uh, for children of some of those high-ranking officials. Uh, just basically ways to avoid uh, paying the amount of taxes that uh, they're supposed to supposed to pay here. So five months is potentially what uh, the sentence that he could be looking at uh, based on some great reporting from. Uh, from now, here's the thing. Apparently, he has agreed to a deal where he doesn't, like, cooperate. He's not giving up other information. But when he pleads guilty to these charges, he is going to have to testify to those charges. But he's not going to turn over any other information about Trump or the Trump organization. But, apparently, those charges that he's going to plead guilty to, that he is going to testify about, Will it be enough to bring Trump down, or perhaps that this investigation knows something else is going on, and that they don't have to be as extreme. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure what's going on here. From Tom Winter uh, up there, uh, that's essentially what we're looking at uh, going forward when he takes this guilty plea potentially on Thursday, Aaron. Do we know any details about the deal here, Ryan, uh, about this plea deal, and, and how could this impact New York's investigation of the larger Trump organization? Yeah, so as Jonathan Deanst and uh, Tom Winter reported, there's essentially uh, this investigation is, doesn't involve cooperation necessarily against his former employers. So he's going to be taking a hit here, but isn't going to get uh, credit, you know, that he would if he had been cooperating, for example. So he may, might end up spending around five months behind bars, but this isn't necessarily going to aid that broader investigation. As Of course, as a result of that investigation, there may be a bunch of information that uh, prosecutors have turned up that is that is usable, but they're not going to get it directly from uh, the horse's mouth, so to speak here, Aaron. All right, Ryan Riley in our D.C. newsroom today. Ryan, the Beast, good evening. Thanks. Love your face. I'm so glad you're here. Looking forward to a week from Friday when Hilda Beast will be joining me on the Friday Night Freak Show. We're going to have a lot of fun. Instead of instead of playing news videos, Hilda Beast, it's... Uh, it's oddities. It's it's stupid shit. We're gonna we're gonna have a lot of fun. It's the comedy show. Speaking of the comedy show, we do a little comedy here. This is some comedy. A Capitol rioter tried to bond with a Reagan appointed judge. Can you guess who my favorite president is? This is how stupid these fucks are. Absolute morons. Hey, can somebody shout out uh, Hildebeest for me in the chat? You would be awesome if you did. I've never had butt sex with my cat, Patrick's. I've had plenty of butt sex, not with a cat. That's not a thing. (laughs) God damn, right-wingers are morons. Dumbest fucks walking the planet. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Can you guess my favorite president? Asked the man about to be sentenced for his role in an attack on the U.S. Capitol. Senior Judge Thomas F. Hogan did not respond. So John Cameron, a real estate agent from the Seattle area, answered his own question. Ronald Reagan! He said during the hearing on Monday, suggesting the judge might agree. Hogan was appointed to the federal bench in Washington by Reagan 40 years ago. Cameron, 55, went on to recite the Pledge of Allegiance, which Reagan made part of Flag Day ceremonies. 
Do Ninja Fart. Welcome. Thank you for being a freaking follower. The judge was not impressed. He had questions of his own. How, he asked, could Cameron claim to have seen no violence or clear sign he could not enter the Capitol during the riot? Did he not hear murderous chants and blaring alarms, smell tear gas, see people climbing up scaffolding and through windows? Did he think, as he said on Facebook, that it was all fun? If so, was he withdrawing his plea to a misdemeanor charge? No, Cameron replied after a moment's hesitation. I picketed within the Capitol and that was illegal. I would never do it again. But his depiction of himself in court and on social media as a peaceful observer targeted for political reasons prompted an angry lecture from the judge. I keep hearing from January 6th defendants. We're being prosecuted like it's a surprise. Or we're being persecuted like it's unfair. I do not understand the psychology, Hogan told him. What irritates me most is that all of you are claiming you're patriots. You're not patriots when you attack the capital of the United States. He compared the January 6th riders to a lynching mob in which the support and encouragement of more passive members like Cameron was crucial. A mob doesn't act alone. Numerous federal judges in D.C., including Hogan, have lamented before that many January 6th defendants appear not to have truly accepted responsibility for their actions that day, even when pleading guilty. Earlier this month, Judge Dabney L. Frederick, a Trump appointee, warned one conservative activist she had sentenced to probation that he might be exposing himself to new charges by suggesting his plea was a lie. Exercise some discretion. She told Brandon Straka, two days struck. For those of you not aware of who Brandon Straka is, allow me to pull up a picture real fast of Brandon Straka from CPAC, what, a week or two ago? Crying in his fake gel cell. He needed a safe space. I was once a person, or I'm I'm sorry, I was a person once. He has up on his chalkboard, the sobbing convict. Hey, Patrick, use your own fucking logic there. Biden got millions more votes than Trump ever did. Shut the fuck up, you stupid fuck. (laughs) These people are dumb as shit. Hogan told Cameron that he was lucky prosecutors had not moved to charge him with a felony after his recent social media statements. If you had pleaded to a felony, I would just put you in jail for a long time, he said. Instead, he gave him 30 days in jail and three years probation as requested by the government, with the incarceration made intermittent to conform with his understanding of the law. The court at least hopes that in this three-year period, you don't engage in any such conduct again. Oh my God. They're, they're talking about like a couple percentage gains for Republicans. <laughs> Being like, oh, they're fleeing the party. Brandon Straka, Brandon Straka. Oh, that's not Brandon Straka. Hold on, let me let me pull him up again. Brandon Straka 
had this uh, organization called Walk Away in 2017. He said people were leaving the Democratic Party in droves right before a record-setting midterm that overwhelmingly went for the Democrats. Right before the 2020 election, where the Democratic presidential nominee got more votes than any other candidate in the history in history, by 8 million. It is sad that you guys still Trump, 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 Trump. He lost by 3 million the first time. He lost by 8 million the second time. You guys are pathetic. Learn to feel embarrassment. God damn, learn to feel embarrassment. You stupid fucks. How are you this dumb? It's a, it's a burden on the rest of us that you're this dumb. At least, hey, you think you're in here like griefing me or something, but it's called the Troll Patrol, and people love hearing me rant about idiot-ass right-wingers, so you're actually giving me good content. And you're not being malicious, so you might get timed out, but you're probably not going to get blocked. But here, here, you want to talk about malicious, though. I'm going to have to hit the content warning. This is how malicious right-wingers are. This is how malicious right-wingers are. This is a perfect example of right-wing policy inflicting untold suffering on the population for no fucking reason. Other than than to appear morally self-righteous. This story is going to piss you off. A Florida court says a teen isn't mature enough to get an abortion. The teen, identified only as Jane Doe 22B, has no parents. That makes it even worse. This child doesn't even have a support system to help raise another child. And the court says she's not mature enough to make a decision to terminate the pregnancy. Which by default means that she's mature enough to have a child. What the fuck is wrong with this fucking country? What the fuck is wrong with people? A Florida Court of Appeals this week upheld a decision stating a 16-year-old teen could not get an abortion because she lacked the maturity to make such a decision, even after the parentless teen said she was not ready to have a child and is still in school. An opinion released Monday by the Florida First District Court of Appeals upheld an earlier decision by a state court judge. That judge was not convinced the teen had demonstrated the maturity to choose to get an abortion. The teen, identified only as Jane Doe 22B, has no parents and is in the care of Florida's Child Welfare Agency and has a guardian. She is about 10 weeks pregnant and currently resides with a relative. The minor states that she is sufficiently mature to make the decision, saying she is not ready to have a baby. She doesn't have a job. She is still in school. 
and the father is unable to assist her. Florida abortion law requires parents to consent before a minor can have an abortion, but underage teens can also circumvent the consent requirement by asking for a waiver from a state circuit court judge. According to the appeal court's decision, the teen's guardian supports the teen's wish to get an abortion. But Governor Ron DeSantis in 2020 signed into law a measure that made parental consent for an abortion a requirement for minors. The new law was a win for Republicans who long sought to topple precedent set by the state Supreme Court in 1989. These people are evil. This is evil. What I'm getting ready to read to you is also evil. This is fucking hard. A woman in Louisiana being forced to carry a fetus missing its skull to term or has to travel to Florida for an abortion. Oh, voodoo. I, I'm sure Louisiana is lovely in many ways, but oof, the government there. A new Louisiana law has outlawed abortion with very few exceptions. A woman in Louisiana said that she's been told that she must carry a fetus without a skull and part of its head to term or travel out of state to receive an abortion. Nancy Davis, a mother of one, is 13 weeks pregnant. Several weeks ago, an initial ultrasound revealed to Miss Davis that the fetus would have no chance of surviving, but because of Louisiana's abortion ban, it does not include an exception for... Acrania? Acrania. That is Acrania, the condition the fetus is suffering from. She cannot get a legal abortion in the state. Yes, rock steady. America is on crack nowadays. I was on crack. Right. Right. (laughs) If Miss Davis does want to get an abortion, she will have to travel out of state to Florida, but time is running out for her to make the decision. Florida has banned abortion after 15 weeks. Giving Miss Davis a small window to schedule an appointment and arrange her travel. I'm just highlighting two, two of the stories that are just going to be commonplace here in the United States of dystopia, thanks to the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Louisiana is among the Republican-led states that passed extremely restrictive abortion bans to take effect in a post-Roe v. Wade landscape. The state has banned all abortions except for cases in which the mother's life is in jeopardy or in some cases in which the fetus is non-viable. This case doesn't apply. A group of plaintiffs filed a lawsuit to stop the ban from taking effect, but the Louisiana Supreme Court last Friday rejected their appeal that has left Miss Davis with an extremely limited set of options in trying to, in trying circumstances, 
Ms. Davis isn't the only person who has dealt with similar circumstances in recent weeks. A New Orleans doctor, Valerie Williams, testified in an affidavit that she was prevented from giving a patient an abortion even though they were carrying a non-viable fetus. Ms. Williams testified that the patient was screaming not from pain, but from the emotional trauma she was experiencing. Jezebel reported the woman eventually delivered after hours, losing a liter of blood in the process. This is all... This is all because these assholes want to appear morally fucking self-righteous. I... I... I have... I've said this many times on the stream but I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up again this is a preacher and he says it better than I could ever say it The unborn are a convenient group of people to advocate for. They never make demands of you. They are morally uncomplicated, unlike the incarcerated, addicted, or the chronically poor. They don't resent your condescension or complain that you are not politically correct, unlike widows. They don't ask you to question the patriarchy. Unlike orphans, they don't need money, education, or child care. Unlike aliens, they don't bring all that racial, cultural, and religious baggage that you dislike. They allow you to feel good about yourself without any work at creating or maintaining relationships. And when they are born, you can forget about them because they cease to be unborn. It's almost as if by being born, they have died to you. You can love the unborn and advocate for them without substantially challenging your own wealth, power, or privilege, without reimagining social structures, apologizing, or making reparations to anyone. They are, in short, the perfect people to love if you want to claim you love Jesus, but actually dislike people who breathe. Prisoners, immigrants, the sick, the poor, widows, Orphans, all the groups that are specifically mentioned in the Bible, they all get thrown under the bus for the unborn. A fucking men. We ain't done with disgusting stories about abortion, but these are less personal stories. This is scary, though. Google Maps regularly misleads people searching for abortion clinics. Shay was 19-year-old college sophomore living near Orlando, Florida. When she discovered she was pregnant and decided to have an abortion, she didn't have anyone she could ask for guidance, so she searched Google for a nearby clinic. I wanted to find somewhere close to my partner so I could tell him and bring him with me. A Google Maps query for an abortion led her somewhere that offered the opposite. 
Oh my god. It was a so-called crisis pregnancy center. A type of non-medical organization with a, miss- a mission to encourage women like Shay to go through with their unwanted pregnancies. Google Maps routinely misleads people looking for abortion providers. A new, uh, a new analysis by Bloomberg has, uh, has found... I'm sorry, I just... It's just all fucking... It, it, it makes me so disheartened. Also, in case you guys didn't notice, off time is totally Patrick's. Is the same person. When users type the words abortion clinic into the MAPS search bar, crisis pregnancy centers account for about a quarter of the top 10 search results on average across all 50 U.S. states, plus Washington, D.C., according to data Bloomberg compiled uh, in July in 13 states, including Arkansas, South Carolina, and Idaho, where the procedure is newly limited. Five or more of the top 10 results were for CPCs, not abortion clinics. And I'm sure, I'm sure that, um, I'm sure that they are paying. I'm sure that there's a lot of right-wing money. I'm sure they are paying to get bumped up in the Google uh, algorithm. Because Google liked that money. He had no reason to mistrust the result. The Alphabet Inc.-owned search giant in recent years has worked to become a destination for accurate medical information, but CPCs, which are generally backed by religious groups, never provide abortions or refer patients to clinics that offer the procedure. Instead of the help she wanted, the center gave Shay a rubber fetus and a stack of pamphlets with false claims about that abortions lead to mental health issues and a higher risk of breast cancer in women. When my partner left the room, I mentioned that I was in an abusive relationship, said Shay. Oh my God, another heartbreaking reality of the ban on abortions is a lot of men use use children to keep women in abusive situations. Fucking ban him. I knew Robert Byrd personally, motherfucker. I'm not going to let you soil his name. Robert Byrd was uh, uh, nominally part of the Klan when he was a teenager and then fought against the Klan the rest of his goddamn career, you asshole. I knew him personally. I knew him personally. I have shook Robert Byrd's hand. He wished me happy birthday one time. So you can go fuck off, dude. You don't know what you're talking about. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Strom Thurmond who was a member of of the Klan and never renounced the Klan, remained a Republican and continued working for racist policies the rest of his life. So fucking ban off time. Fuck him. I'm serious, dude. You're just a fucking idiot. I'm so tired of right-wing idiots not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Why do you guys... I want to act like you're you're so smart. Grabby doo, thank you. Took care of it for me. I appreciate you, my friend. 
I just, they always want to throw that shit out and they're wrong. And it's like, I can only take so much of your bullshit. You can only be wrong for so long before I just snap on you. Oh my God, voodoo. I, you kept talking to me like, like, like I knew you and now it makes sense. You're scrappy. That makes sense now. Like, who the fuck is this voodoo? (laughs) Oh, shit, motherfuckers. Uh, I'm going to try to catch the commercials on Twitch so you guys don't have to watch any commercials. Uh, but we got one more abortion story to talk about. Why the recount in Kansas? Let me let me make sure I snooze these motherfuckers so you don't hit the commercials. But also, Twitch has been weird tonight. Been giving everybody commercials. Kansas on Tuesday began a partial hand recount of this month's decisive statewide vote in favor of abortion rights, a move forced by two Republican activists, even though the margin was so large that the recount won't change the outcome. It is impossible. It was like 23, 24 points or something like that. It was a landslide. Nine of the state's 105 counties are doing the recount at the request of Melissa Levitt of Colby in far western, uh, northwestern Kansas, who has pushed for tighter election laws. A longtime anti-abortion activist, Mark Getson, Getson, of Wichita is covering most of the costs. Give Justin your money indeed. Now Justin really doesn't want your money and Justin like unless unless like you just really appreciate me and you have it to give. Justin appreciates your likes and shares the things that will help me organically uh, uh, make more money doing this not opposed to actually you guys laying down your money because I don't like commercials myself. I don't watch commercials. I do everything I can to not watch commercials. And I understand a lot of people don't even want to sub to Twitch because it's Jeff Bezos owned. And I totally, I totally, I totally uh, understand that. Dirty Curdy. Welcome. Good evening. I don't know if I've said hi to everybody. I'm going to try to make sure that I've I've got everybody covered. Somebody snuck in here. There's always some lurkers I don't get to say hey to, but I love you lurkers as well. One of these days, one of these days, I might go into the, the Twitch moderation. I can see everybody who's watching. They hate all you fuckers that aren't saying anything. When we come back from break, I got some I got some fun shit for you. We're to we're we're to the fun part of the show, hopefully. Unless you consider a lot of earthquakes in North Carolina fun. We got a U a new UFO picture has dropped. Well, it's not new; it's thirty years old, but it's just been released, and it's the clearest picture yet. And I was stunned. I sat here just staring at it like, uh. I ain't got no answer for that. I don't know what the fuck that is. That stumped me. So we'll look at it together and you guys can tell me what you think. Plus, we're going to talk about John Rich 
formerly of the country band Big and Rich. Apparently, he wants some books banned, but people have pointed out that his lyrics are a little more raunchy than the books that he wants banned. All that and more on the other side of the break here on the Troll Patrol. Live. Damn it, Orby. Stop being creepy with the bot. Come on, man. Stop being creepy with the bot. You live in sexual anarchy? <laughs> oh. Oh, shit. Oh. For, for my three listeners that listen to the podcast, every three, I'm up to three now. You guys have probably heard me say that to RB so many times and have no clue what he's saying to the bot. Just ever so often, ever so often, RB is like, hey, restream bot, do you have a younger sister who likes little old men? And I'm like, RB, quit being creepy with the bot. Oh. Also, a note about my about my YouTube trailer. At the end, um, I, I I get a lot of comments about at the end where I, I I say for the love of God, a lot of people come to that trailer and say, you know, you're bad mouthing God, and then you say for the love of God at the end, aren't you a hypocrite? No, motherfucker, that's the joke, you fucking idiot. God damn, right wingers are morons. I'm Joe Rocksteady. I'm joking. I'm. Jo it's just a joke. I'm not gonna become a right winger. <laughs> it would be. It, well, the joke. The joke is that I could become a right winger, and even though I've got the video that says I'm gonna become a right winger, and how easy it would be to 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 like stupefy, I would leave that video up, and they would still buy it, even though the video exists. Uh, they, they're, they're morons. They be, they be stupid and fools. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Okay, I thought, I thought this, uh, meme might be a little spicy. I, I didn't know. Who need their classified, <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucked it up. I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to put on my, like, Rocky, like my, uh, uh, what, Natasha and, I'm fucking, I ain't watched that fucking show forever. Uh, I'm trying to do a Russian accent. Who, who need... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> who, who need... Who need the classified nuclear intelligence aid? <laughs> wow, I really shouldn't stick my penis in there. However, Trump says... Boris, Natasha and Boris. There we go. I had just, I had just, uh, I had just watched it. <laughs> oh, Trump's talking about the whores. <laughs> I just watched a thing the other day where apparently Disney acquired the rights or thought they acquired the rights to Rocky and Bullwinger and had like a whole show produced. That they were going to revive in the 90s, but they hadn't actually acquired the rights to Rocky and Bullwinkle. They had acquired the, the distribution rights to Rocky and Bullwinkle. They didn't re acquire the intellectual property. <laughs> oh, 
this shit back when Disney made mistakes like that. I've got one meme. I sent it to a friend. I've not posted it anywhere. It's it is too spicy. It is too spicy. I sent it to my best friend. He laughed his ass off at it, and I said, "You're a sick fuck for laughing at that." <laughs> but I'm the one that sent it to him. It's 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 pretty it's pretty bad. I ain't going to show it to you. I ain't going to show it to you. Maybe one day. Maybe get me a little drunk. A cop in Florida has had their comments on the radio while they were responding to an incident go viral. Audio recording of insensitive remarks after officer was shot leads to a police investigation. Oh, the police are investigating themselves? I'm sure... I'm sure they will find that they did nothing wrong. I just, I don't want to put it in Discord. I feel like I feel like somebody would somebody would get on to me and be like, Justin, that's not nice. A radio dispatch of a Miami City police officer appearing to make insensitive remarks as this was all playing out. Local 10's Bridget Matter spoke to Miami police about it and is live with reaction. Brid- People be like, Justin was caught making insensitive remarks in the Discord. And now it's canceled Justin time. Well, these audio recordings are now under investigation. They're very insensitive considering... Holy shit. Went down. We did talk to the South Florida Police Benevolent Association. They say this is not a reflection of the Miami Police Department. Immediately after Miami... Yeah, but what, if, <laughs> if you guys do, do something to eventually cancel me, I will turn right winger and get some of that money because that is a good uh, 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 transition. And I mean, Warlord, if you guys haven't visited the Discord lately, Warlord has a whole channel of just shit that I've said that he feels will get me canceled. Like turning the kids Nazi and shit. And like, I'm a dumb American. We like our kids dead. (laughs) Or some shit like that. Shot efforts to get him to a hospital began. This is video of the scene. Okay, okay, I'm I'm totally. Now an investigation is underway. Cop got shot, another cop responded, and uh, we're having an investigation into his remarks. Well, these audio recordings are now under investigation. They're very insensitive considering the events that went down. We did talk to the South Florida Police Benevolent Association. They say this is not a reflection of the Miami Police Department. Of course not. Miami-Dade police officer Cesar Echivari was shot. Efforts to get him to a hospital began. This is video of the scene where the shooting happened. Now an investigation is underway over police radio transmissions following the shooting. Passing my car at 60 miles an hour on 7th Avenue. Officer down. Officer down. All right, QSL, let them know they're going to have another officer down if they, they keep going at 70 miles an hour near my car. Stedman Stahl with the South Florida Police Benevolent Association. Wait, what? Police officer. Wait, what? Wait, what? I what? <laughs> Passing my car at sixty miles an hour on Seventh Avenue. Officer down. Officer down. All right, QSL. Let them know they're gonna have another officer down if they they keep going at seventy miles an hour near my car. Stedman stall with the. So they were they were rushing to the scene of another cop being down and apparently went by a, a, a cop car and he radioed to like to, to fucking 
badmouth him. That's 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 great. The South Florida Police Benevolent Association says this was a Miami police officer heard on the recording. And I'm sure if that officer could have a do-over, he probably wouldn't have made those comments. We could go back in time. Local 10 also obtained a recording of a supervisor reprimanding the officer. Let's try to use a little bit more tech and not hand anybody up. If they have an officer down, they're going to pass you at 80 miles an hour next time. Miami police released <laughs> If, in fact, it is determined that it is our officer, he will be held accountable for his actions. It is unsettling and disturbing listening to the lack of concern, compassion, and empathy. Now, earlier today, I did talk to the... It's almost like law enforcement attracts sociopaths and psychopaths. Miami Police Department spokesperson about this. They say they do not have an identity of that officer at this point, so we will be checking back with them. For now, we're live in Miami. Bridget Matter, Local 10 News. Bridget Matter. Okay, this is, um, oh, this is a long fucking piece here. There was a cop shooting. I had it on my list of shit. Let's see if we can get a... Shorter news hit Watch here. CBS four. We might get some. We might get some violent content in here. Uh. Looks like it was breaking nine hours ago, actually. Wait, did I mix up my... He was shot in the head. New details emerge about suspect accused of shooting a Miami-Dade police officer. This was a few hours ago. Ashley Dyer, who joins us live from the scene in Liberty City. Ah, Dustin! Violent content. Adjust settings from 480 to 1080. (laughs) thanks peter police say the man who was shot detective cesar echeverry is jeremy willie horton he's 32 years old from georgia we're learning he was involved in a robbery in broward county yesterday willie horton Willie Horton, for those of you, if you're, if you're a political junkie from way back, you may remember the name Willie Horton from somewhere. This is a completely different Willie Horton. Clearly, it has to be. This is a very famous uh, political ad from, it's, I was going to say 92, it's, it's actually uh, 88. It's like they study this in classrooms. I studied it in a uh, uh, political science class. Just the name Willie Horton just kind of throw me off here. Just ironic. Here's a little piece on crime. This ad made by George H.W. Bush's supporters for his 1988 presidential campaign is infamous for stoking racial fears in an attack against his Democratic opponent, Michael Dukakis. He allowed first degree murderers to have weekend passes from prison. 
One was Willie Horton, who murdered a boy in a robbery, stabbing him 19 times. Horton fled, kidnapped a young couple, stabbing the man and repeatedly raping his girlfriend. Weekend prison passes. Dukakis on crime. The 30-second ad was aimed at painting Dukakis as weak on crime, and it used photos of Horton in a way that played into racist stereotypes linking crime and black men. Critics say it encouraged race-based politics. The insinuation is, of course, Governor Dukakis as president, we're going to have black rapists running amok in the country, right? So it's playing to white fears about black crime. Yeah, smoky. The Bush campaign denied any involvement in the ad, but later aired a related one. His revolving door prison policy gave weekend furloughs to first-degree murderers not eligible for parole. This ad directly attacked furlough programs, a common practice at the time where inmates were allowed out of prison to visit family. It was the same program that gave Horton his so-called weekend pass. The effects of this political tactic by the Bush campaign lived on for years to come. So this ad, this had absolutely nothing to do with the story we were watching. Just heard the name and it, uh... Detectives got word that Jerry is Jerry... Reminded me. He's 32 years old from Georgia. We're learning he was involved in a robbery in Broward County yesterday. Miami-Dade detectives got word that he was here in Liberty City. They spotted his car and attempted to pull him over at this intersection. Liberty City? Are we doing tells from Liberty City now? That led to a chase, a foot chase, and an exchange of gunfire, leaving Horton dead and Officer Echeverry with life-threatening injuries. As we know, he's currently fighting for his life in Ryder Trauma Hospital. Now, let's take a look. We have some brand new surveillance video that I got from a business owner who had his business here blocked off for hours right along Northwest 7th Avenue. Police cars are captured in this video racing to the scene minutes after the officer down call came in. Detective Cesar Echeverry, or Echi, as he's called, is part of the Miami-Dade... Oh, these two stories are related. <laughs> these two stories are related. So this is the reason there was an officer down. <laughs> because a cop got shot. How did I not put those two together? <laughs> Which is why the cop was upset about the cop flying past his car. So I was like, this story has nothing to do with the other story we were doing. intervention detail. Miami-Dade Police Director Freddie Ramirez says Etchie was chasing the suspect on foot when Horton shot Detective Echeverry in the head. He's fighting for his life surrounded by his fiance. Well, good on Horton. Peter was just explaining. Here is the suspect that we know who was shot and killed. This is Jeremy Will. Well, damn. Sources say he's had more than one run-in with police officers over the years. I'd, I'd pour one out for you, buddy. Oh shit! It looks like the the stream's taking a shit, guys. I'm sorry. Battery and cruelty towards a child charges. Now those charges were apparently dropped last month. We. We've had a wild night here tonight. A lot of issues. The stream just took a shit. That I think it's my internet this time. It's not uh, Twitch. Oh, I should be back. I'm back now. Internet just took a shit. I'll put an F in chat.
I think that was me this time, but it bounced right back. It was just, it was one of those, uh, one of those internet brain farts that happens sometimes. I've still got a smoky on me. I know it's been a wild night here tonight. Hasn't it Merkin? Fucking, what are you doing, buddy? I don't know what he's trying to do over here. I don't think it was Twitch that time. I think it was me. I think that was my internet. Smokey's like, I want to go to sleep. And I'd like to go to sleep on you. Uh, he laying in my lap right now? We we got just a few more stories, buddy. We got just a few more stories. You'll know it's you'll know it's the end when we get to the animal video. But before that, we're gonna talk about John Rich. Do you guys know about Big and Rich? They had like a couple of hits in the mid-aughts. Maybe closer to the 2010s. No, I want to say mid-aughts. They weren't bad. They were one of the they were one of the more rocking country acts. They're not bad. Uh, Big died at some point in time a few years ago. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I introduced you to Big and Rich, Dustin. I'm trying I'm trying to think of what their fucking big hit was. Fucking shit. Uh Save a horse, ride a cowboy. That was the one. That was the one. I feel like they had some better songs though. I feel like they got better songs than that one, but that one was like the the big, big hit. But people are calling out country music star's lyrics after his speech in support of banning obscene books. This is John Rich. This happened in Tennessee. By the way, the Tennessee Holler is a very good follow on both Twitch, or I mean uh, Twitter and Facebook. This is John Rich at a, a... a uh, school board meeting, apparently accusing librarians of grooming kids. I wonder where he got that from. Between a teacher or an educator, a librarian, putting one of these books, like you have, on the desk of a student, or a guy in a white van pulling up at the edge of school when school lets out and saying, come on around, kids, let me read you this book and show you these pictures. What's the difference in those what? scenarios? There is a difference, by the way. They can run away from the guy in the white van. Whoa, 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 whoa. So they, they just opposed that with some big and rich music, it seems. Save a horse, ride a cowboy. Everybody says. Oh, yeah, that is, uh, that is, uh, very provocative lyrics now, isn't it? I hadn't even thought about that. I was, I was wondering what lyrics they were going to compare it to. <laughs> oh, my God. Rich told the Tennessee legislature, uh, what's the difference between a, che- a teacher, educator, librarian putting one of these books on the desk of a student or a guy in a white van pulling up at the edge of the school? 
Does that mean you're going to have all copies of your song Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, and all copies of the video destroyed? This is pretty sexually explicit. They put some other... Okay, this is the same uh, song. Photos from John Rich's bar in Nashville. Where he's got some provocatively dressed women, it looks like. But he's going to talk to us about grooming kids. John Rich thinks that testifying at the Tennessee House of Representatives uh, Reps Legislative Committee today was quite a deal. Some supported, some dissented, but going toe-to-toe with adversaries is necessary in these times. We must bring the fight to them. We, the people, are the firewall between tyranny and freedom. These motherfuckers think they're some sort of martyrs. They're heroes. Fuck. Wish you people could feel embarrassment. Something weird's going on in North Carolina. Earthquakes continue to hit North Carolina, according to the U.S. Geological Service. A 1.8 magnitude earthquake hit Troutman, North Carolina, just after 6 a.m. Located near the Charlotte area. Apparently, this is an ongoing occurrence. North Carolina. This one happening early this morning, right around 6 a.m. That's a good question, Hilda Beast. I don't think they are. They weren't last time I was anywhere near that area. But that could have changed. Now, it wasn't a big earthquake. We're getting reports that it was just 1.8 magnitude, and it actually hit near Troutman, North Carolina. If you're unfamiliar, that's up near the Charlotte area. And this may seem like it's a story on repeat, and that's because we've reported on several other earthquakes hitting North Carolina just within the past couple of weeks. You might remember back on August 13th, there was one in Spruce Pine, and we also reported on one in Archdale back on August 8th. So it does appear that they've lifted the restrictions to allow fracking, but I'm not seeing that fracking is actually going on. And it's I, it doesn't look like it would be in that area if they did do fracking in North Carolina. So, because that was that was one of the first things I thought of. Another earthquake. Weird. Being a weird a. UFO photo from 30 years ago has been released and it is the world's clearest UFO photo. The Calvin photo. The Calvin photo. Are you guys ready for this? The clearest photo of an unidentified flying object revealed after 30 years. I I'm not sure though the what you're reverencing. As close in as I can get to it apparently.
Ramiel Evangelon. Yeah, I'm not I'm not getting the reference. The photos or videos that surface on the internet most of the time are either too grainy or too dark for anyone to make deductions. But recently, the world's clearest UFO photo has been revealed to the world 30 years after it was apparently snapped by two hikers in the Scottish Highlands. The image was titled Calvin Photograph and uh, originally handed over to Scotland's Daily Record newspaper and then to the Ministry of Defense in the early 90s. Since that time, it has never been seen by the public. Reports said the photograph was captured on August 4th, 1990, about 35 miles northwest of Perth, near, near Calvin. Calvine. The identity of the hikers who spotted the flying object has remained unknown to this day. The snap shows a big diamond-shaped object hovering in the gray sky with a plane flying behind it. It is said the hikers watched the UFO as it hovered in the air for about 10 minutes before shooting upwards and disappearing. It was estimated to be 100 feet in length. Dr. David Clark, an academic journalist, uncovered the photo after decades of research. A copy of the photo was in the possession of former Roth Press officer Craig Lindsay. Dr. Clark has now ensured that the image is included in Sheffield Hallam University's archives. This isn't the only clear UFO photo that has been uncovered this year. In May, a high-resolution photo of what was called the best photograph of a UFO ever taken was released to the public. I wasn't impressed by it, though. This, though, huh? Huh. Meat cakes cause lies. It does indeed. That be the Romiel from Evangelon, the anime. Yes, Merkin, a jet would be blurring at normal shutter speed. You would have to have a really fast shutter speed uh, for, uh, like, basketball, sports, action. It does look fake. I, I say it looks fake. I like it. Yeah, what, who is, what is the fighter playing behind it? Wouldn't they be able to... Wouldn't they be able to trace through records what that plane is? So you're pretty sure this is not the actual photo, but an artist rendering? This says the world's clearest UFO photo. This This is all good questions, guys. All good questions. Fascinating to me, though. 
I have no fucking answers. I don't know fucking shit about shit. I don't know how to. I don't know how to make this thing go away. I don't know what I did there. My God, I don't know why my browser keeps doing that to me. Oh, you think that's the original photo? That is not as clear. So this actually, it has the Sheffield Hallam University Craig Lindsay. It has the credit on it. So, okay, this is the real one. Awesome. Sitting cow, you, you rock. Meat cakes. Stick around for just a second and you can get your animal video and I'll send you to the now space. That's what we getting ready to do here after we watch a dude do a photo shoot with a cat. If it's a fucking reel, I hate reels. This wannabe TikTok bullshit that's taking over Facebook and Instagram and everything. I can't make this big. I can't see the whole thing. I can't see the whole thing. Does me no good. Yeah, I keep seeing shorts recommended to me on YouTube. None of this is fun. I can't make it big. I can't. Okay, whatever this is, was is our cat video tonight. <laughs> It'll play. We're gonna watch some cats get brushed. Oh, sweet babies. Hey, weren't they a comedy duo? They're cute. Cute babies. Alright, I'm done. I give up. I'm sending you guys over to Echoplex. If you're watching on Twitch, let's go say hey to producer Dave. Down ballot is... Looks like it's coming on. Wait a minute. Hasn't it already started? Maybe we're on the countdown phase. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun, but we're at the sack. I am Justin Freegan. We will see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol. Live.
Oh, they're doing a trick on America's Got Talent. I'm going to watch the cat thing the girls are doing without you guys. Sorry. 